Hey there, this is Dr. Akshay um, and I thought that I will discuss this quantitative and qualitative nutrition together uh, today and uh, we can compare them, we can talk about which one is better than other uh, uh, because these two communities, you know, there are some communities who follow quantified nutrition, then there are some communities and nutrition experts who vouch, with, uh, vouch for qualitative kind of nutrition. So first of all, let me differentiate these two concepts a little bit <clears throat> so quantitative nutrition or quantified nutrition uh, is when mostly there is some sort of a calculation involved especially involving calories and overall micronutrients and maybe sometimes even micronutrient calculation can uh, uh, you know can be involved into this so the person who follows quantified nutrition they will most likely count their calories uh, plan their meals according to those counted calories and their central focus is basically sticking to a certain certain caloric intake okay now i will not go into the methods with which they do and everything that's not the intention of this a podcast we can see it or a recording uh, that's not really the intention uh, the intention is understanding uh, you know uh, how it compares to the qualified nutrition and um, those aspects we will focus on so anyways um, unnecessary to say it is comparatively very precise it has these nice boundaries around it so it's very easy to kind of understand uh, what is a cutoff mark um, and uh, 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 it is also easy to track if you go wrong somewhere so this this is quantified nutrition you're so basically if you count your calories and if you count your macronutrients for example because in the end if you count macronutrients you're automatically counting calories right so if you do that you're following quantified nutrition and then there comes a uh, qualified nutrition so qualified nutrition first of all is not an official term as such but I am just using it as an umbrella term to describe all the approaches wherein uh, wherein we are discussing different dietary strategies where you follow certain guidelines okay to give you some great examples of both of these first of all let me cover quantified nutrition so in quantified nutrition you must be seeing that currently the applications that are there in the uh, on the Android and on the uh, iStore uh, for example, Fitter, uh, My Fitness Pal app, Fitter in India, My Fitness Pal app, um, uh, and even the uh, uh, you know Healthify Me uh, application. So there are these many applications, and if you go, uh, you know, go into the UK App Store or US App Store, you will find some other applications there because these companies are, uh, you know, they have a similar pattern in terms of what they do. So. <coughs> You can basically go there, they will ask you to put some numbers and based on a chart gets generated. So, which is, which gives you basically, let's say, so the application, for example, will calculate your daily energy expenditure to be 2000 kilocalories or your maintenance to be 2000 kilocalories. So when I say maintenance, that means you will not lose weight if you eat 2000 kilocalories, you will need to eat lesser than that. So based on that and based on your goal, it will recommend you to eat maybe let's say 1500 calories or 1600 calories. And for that, they also can generate charts, these applications for you, right? And uh, uh, it can be done in uh, several ways. Some applications give you one just plain chart. Other applications offer you to put your preferences and the charts can be generated. Those kind of things. So basically there are many varieties. So this is, you know, this is how the, and these communities are quantified nutrition com uh, 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 communities, we can call them. And the customer base that they're serving. Now, <laughs> Thing from the feasibility point of view, it's very easy for them to do this because AI or artificial intelligence can be used to generate these kind of things once the preferences are put, once the numbers are put in the application. So this is how the quantified nutrition goes. 
versus the qualified nutrition if you talk about qualified nutrition it is not just one person suggesting it there are many people who do it worldwide a lot of the coaches even you will see they only stick to sort of quantitative qualitative measures so when i say qualitative measures that means you know sticking to some simple guidelines to manage the lifestyle okay for example make sure to include a, a feast size protein in every meal or uh, include five portions of fibers a day so that is for example uk standard policy uh, or sorry not policy as in it's the standard recommendation that their uh, public health, uh, public health platforms and nutrition platforms offer that five a day they say that <coughs> so lots of fiber to be included right so those kind of things uh, and uh, for example minimize your saturated fat intake increase your polyunsaturated fat intake stick to complex carbohydrates and don't stick to the uh, you know don't eat lots of simple carbohydrates and sugars etc so now <clears throat> and even uh, those who are in india can also identify with this uh, uh, you know this famous dietitian uh, rujuta divekar and uh, so she is a very famous dietitian and she tends to follow this method um, i she might also be doing other things i am not very sure of that but in the long past i had read a book uh, uh, her book and it was mostly based on those guidelines you know so what you need to do and how you need to take care so it was sort of um, more intuitive and a bit more flexible approach that's what and but uh, and she uh, does that with her clients <coughs> now these both communities they get into fight with each other one community says that okay what we do is evidence based the other community says is what we do is much more clinically sane and everything frankly both of these claims don't make any sense whatsoever i will directly go into the topic right away and i will also explain why okay so for example let's say if uh, uh, you know if we talk about quantified nutrition okay let us first of all understand drawbacks of both the things and positives also of both the things so quantified nutrition like i said it has a very nice boundaries around it right if you are you want to eat 2000 kilo calories um, for maintenance but if you are eating only 1500 you will lose weight and you can put that into the application based on that you will be able to track your intake and you will be able to stick to it very rigidly and you will exactly know what you are doing with yourself right so it's very nice rigid approach it's like you know telling people to take medication at this time and you will basically after 15 days you can see that the whole medication strip it's empty so the two tablets have been taken from the strip of 30 for example let's say <clears throat> versus qualified nutrition these are just mere guidelines right so for the person who already has some idea about these things or who has been practicing this thing uh, things in, uh, since long um and a person who has some sort of a good self control he or she will be able to stick to that very easily right um for example i have also seen many coaches who offer quantified charts to their clients but they themselves follow most of the qualitative guidelines right so in general sticking with this much amount of protein in general i will you know eat more fiber in general i will not eat fried stuff etc so they have made their customized quality uh, quality qualitative guidelines for themselves and they tend to stick to that and see what works for them what doesn't work for them it's that kind of a thing but <clears throat> both of these strategies frankly even if you see scientific literature they have received tremendous success both of these strategies based on the scenarios where they were implemented the one thing about quantified nutrition that there is this particular boundary and the uh, there is a clear demarcation in terms of what it uh, what needs to be done and that's why the you will see that if someone is eating 1500 calories and you are counting it you will obviously see that the person is also losing weight now there is a long debate about and frankly a lot of people actually don't 
um, you know report what they actually eat they say that they're eating 1500 but they never eat 1500 they mostly eat 1800 1900 so they're exactly not following the deficit that they do but uh, you know quantifying nutrition community thinks that their uh, method is sort of best or better uh, but frankly if you see the experiments as well in the quantified nutrition you will see that no two participants lose equal amount of weight some people lose expected amount of weight some people even if you balance for many other things if you because there is a variance in adherence itself and then there are many other things we will not go into those details but everyone tends to lose different amount of weight right even if we balance several factors like a uh, 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 like, you know, uh, because of the variation and adherence and uh, all those things. Anyways, but <clears throat> that is one way. And because of this demarcation, people are also, uh, uh, you know, co it is easy for coaches to control the participants. They can say that, okay, what did you eat today? So the, the person says that I ate a cake, this particular pastry. And they can at least guess the amount of calories that you have eaten through that. And accordingly, it can be balanced maybe later. Or it can be, you know coach can have a talk that okay so if you do that this on daily basis it's going to be quite difficult for you to lose weight in the longer term because you just finished your sorry you just uh, uh, you know kind of ate five six hundred seven hundred kilocalories and the whole deficit that i had created the effect is gone so it's not really good for you and after that talk the person will hopefully come back on track especially with the support necessary support now when it comes to qualitative community see a lot of studies which were done for Mediterranean diet. Mediterranean diet uh, is nothing but a you know set of some qualitative guidelines. Okay, so it is uh, it it has a name Mediterranean because it is followed in those countries uh, and uh, you know for example Spain <coughs> and uh, so there is a lot of fish involved in the diet. So they say that you should at least eat two or three portions of fatty fish because it has a lot of polyunsaturated fats reduce red meat consumption okay uh, uh, reduce saturated fat consumption uh, so saturated fat consumption frankly automatically goes down because people are not eating uh, the meats the red meats and they're focusing mostly on olive oil and you know the other good fats good oils etc uh, they're not going heavy on sugars and cheese and all of that you know where there is a more saturated fat or more more free sugar calories are coming from so they don't go for table sugar and all of that uh, alcohol, uh, you know, in moderate quantity, etc. Uh, lots of complex carbohydrates. These are the general Mediterranean guidelines. And you will see that Mediterranean guidelines, when people follow them well, they also tend to improve cholesterol profile, triglycerides, uh, you know, uh, which is a part of, in, in short, the cholesterol profile, uh, blood glucose in patients who have some issues. And there have been multiple studies which have been done. Okay. But... <clears throat> Let me highlight one important thing. There are many things to highlight, but I want to import, I want to highlight one important thing. Both of these industries or both of these communities, the quantified nutrition community and the qualitative nutrition community, they are only thriving on one particular factor. And even I as a coach thrive on that particular factor that mostly our cases are weight management cases, right? So if you go to their Instagram accounts, if you go to uh, Instagram account of these communities like you know these uh, fitness apps or something if you go to uh, accounts of the people who followed qualitative guidelines also the main main selling that they do or the main sales criteria or the, their main pitch is that you know our method uh, is able to create weight loss and both these you know both these ways are able to stimulate good amount of weight loss and there is a, a simple reason behind this 
that both of these in one or the other way you know they tend to create energy deficit one or the other way and uh, it is so weird that for example you know at least quantified nutrition com- community they say that okay you were you are eating less calories that's why you are losing weight and with losing weight we know for sure that when the weight is lost especially the you know the, uh, when the fat around the organ goes away and it is usually the first one to go away the first fat to go away when you start any exercise or lifestyle regimen uh, so when that goes away you you will find that your blood glucose is improving your cholesterol profile is improving and even other you know many markers inflammatory markers are improving like for example cytokine levels and all of that so they also tend to improve but that all happens when that fat content in the middle section not just the middle section frankly mainly around the organs and inside the organ this is known as known as visceral and ectopic fat deposition so when that goes away you see the benefits right so in quantitative quantified nutrition because the person is following deficit they eventually lose weight and like i said the first fat usually to go away is that that particular fat the benefits are seen right and qualitative you know guidelines when some people follow it and obviously you know if you see this qualitative sort of uh, the people who stick to the qualitative theme or the coaches that stick to that theme they are quite the expert in you know molding minds of the people that are with them and that's actually a good thing it's not a negative thing frankly it's a good thing for example if you read rujuta divekar's book like i said i had read that in the long past um she tends to kind of cover everything holistically and try to change your mindset in terms of how you look at your food and she tries to sort of you know change that but the disagreement that i have with the qualitative community which they sometimes do i'm not saying that everyone does it but many times many people who follow qualitative guidelines they do they say that calorie deficit is not necessary and that is absolutely that is absolutely you know absolute weird thing to say because if a person is losing weight it's impossible for that person to lose weight without energy deficit so the qualitative community what they're doing uh, they're doing is these coaches they are programming people to eat in a way that automatically energy deficit will get created uh, they can call it maybe more holistic as well um, you know as they they like to put it whatever name they give but there is automatically energy deficit that happens and because of that uh, the weight loss occurs so frankly quantitative or qualitative both the communities are doing pretty much the same thing with the people and that is weight loss reduction sorry weight loss through calorie reduction overall energy reduction one is direct approach where the person is counting calories and seeing you know what it is the other approach qualitative approach it's not direct it's indirect approach and like i said i have already summarized some positives and negatives of these both but now the problem that i have or you know one thing that i don't understand why these communities are so rigid in terms of their approach um uh, let me give you one example these actually communities can understand perspectives of both the diets they can actually look into the evidence and they will learn that both of these uh, diets or both of these uh, you know they have received a good amount of success because wherever they have implemented these diets in the experiments if you see you know the the counseling or the coaches or the nutrition experts that were involved they sold those strategies you know quality to quantity doesn't really matter to the people involved in the experiments in a particular way that you know they gain their confidence and uh, you know maybe uh, they give they overall controlled it in a way in their own unique ways this one will give the charts other one will give guidelines and will keep consulting you know so they have their own ways but through that they were able to create an environment where calorie deficit was possible right 
and like i said see when the person starts with the nutrition chart especially when the people are or the coaches want to do these 40 50 60 70 clients at a time which is a very big challenge talking talking to people giving them qualitative guidelines consulting them time to time can be very difficult at you know for these uh uh for the main big companies in the field right so for them the quantified nutrition is a very good strategy to do that and frankly even if you if you give a chart to people you know first of all there is this thing that okay i have got some goods to me i have got some paper in my hand so i have got some service and that's why they tend to like it and at the same time it is rigid enough for beginners to follow so it's rigid and beginners don't have to think a lot yeah it requires more effort from their side but frankly it's you know at least black and white and uh there is a cl- clear demarcation in terms of what they shouldn't do versus if these companies they start following the qualitative pattern what's going to happen is that you know people uh, especially when these people you know the the clients they come to them because they are facing issues with their weight right um uh, <clears throat> and these people have gained weight because obviously there is some sort of a problem uh, with behavior it not it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that there are many other medical conditions and obesity is a very complex topic you know but one thing for sure that these people are definitely most of them it will be hard for them to control the caloric intake right or they definitely don't know how to manage those things and if you give them just qualitative guidelines in the start which have a very low market uh, you know a very sort of um not very clear boundaries we can say maybe then it can be a problem especially when there is a lot of when there is a less consultation going on uh, and the person also has to be an expert you know who has some who has a lot of experience in dealing with people if that, that that's not the case then the uh, uh, you know qualitative nutrition can actually work against these people especially when a, a coach is taking 60 70 clients or so and at the same time it will be very hard for the coach to qualitatively control everyone counsel you know very give high, very high quality consultations on weekly basis right so 10 calls a day is absolutely not possible right not 10 actually they work let's say 5 or 6 days a week so 15 calls a day or so it's definitely not possible so they have come with some nice feasible method and it has shown success in the past in the uh, uh, you know scientific experiment so let them do that but once they have lost these that weight particular weight for 12 weeks or so for example why not experiment with qualitative things in some people at least because see if a, there is a person who followed diet quantitatively very nicely who tends to have a very good nice mental control um, you know good relationship with the food in general um, has doesn't have a lot of history when it comes to a lot of weight loss and weight regain again and again that kind of case and if you let's say are able to just if you give that particular person after 12 4, 16 weeks of your quantitative uh, quantitative or quantified interve- intervention if you tell this person that okay you follow these five guidelines and let's see what happens you can just tell the person to follow the five guidelines track the energy intake for example and see if there is a weight gain or gain or something and based on that you can sort of modify these qualitative instructions if four or five instructions are doing the whole thing why do i need to make that person dependent on the chart for the whole of his life his or her life okay um, so that's my perspective i'm not saying that there are people who might uh, who who might need longer intervention longer quantified nutrition um, or anything like that but what i'm saying is there is no need of friction between these two communities they can actually learn different different things from each other and based on that they impl- they can implement that 
let's say there is a qualitative practice you know the the person focuses a lot on qualitative practice but they meet up with a person who is who needs very clear and rigid guidelines or uh, uh, you know that kind of control is possible maybe they can also try out with a quantitative approach um, and even if they don't want to try things from each other at least what they can do is you know forget the fight there is no need because frankly in evidence you will see that both of these uh, strategies tend to have proven very beneficial in improving clinical reports and also stimulating weight loss you will also see some experiments which were done using some strategies which were combination of these two things okay for example i saw experiment wherein they had done mediterranean diet with energy deficit together that kind of intervention and it worked wonderful okay so that is one then if you see a lot of guidelines nowadays that are coming in the international uh, from international bodies you will see that there are combination of both the things in one or the other way for example there is this e12 guide by uh, uk where wherein they show a plate uh, and tell you how your plate should look how much portion of one thing and how much portion of the other thing other food group and you will see that in that they have given certain guidelines with respect to sugar with respect to calories so the plate that they show is you know they have recommended calories also in there like 2000 calories i think and 2500 calories for average man and woman it's something like that so they do that and you also can do these kind of things you can the the beauty of the clinical practice is that you get to work with one person face to face and that can be used to your benefit right and clients benefit frankly so those things can be done and frankly you should stop calling your approach scientific and other person's approach non scientific and especially you shouldn't say that you know you don't need to have need to have energy deficit in order to have weight loss that's absolutely um wrong this is absolutely wrong notion i mean i mean these are the laws of you know these are the laws of energy i mean they are not going to change because you you feel that they shouldn't be this way um the truth is truth and it doesn't really change for anyone it's just the way it, it's just the way it is right so anyways i think this was my take on both quantitative qualitative approach um i hope this was stimulating for you mentally stimulating for you you can give it a thought you can let me know what you think about this um and share your opinion as well we'll be more than happy to you know listen to that and yeah no place for hate uh, this is just uh, my attempt to help you think better and based on your comments even i will get to you know learn a lot and uh, i will also be able to think better um and that's i mean that's what's important i think so yes thank you so much stay st- uh, stay tuned um i'll make sure to do these kind of uh, recordings now and then and hopefully you guys like it bye bye